0: Hello and welcome to Fofop. This is just a bit before the actual episode. This is an old Dave Anthony one I found down at the back of the couch. Uh, so I wanted to mention, firstly, that uh, we're now part of the All Things Comedy Network, so go and check out some of the other podcasts on ATC. It's uh, really cool to be involved. Uh, thank you to those guys for all the uh, tweets uh, that they've been doing, getting the podcast out to different people. I also want to mention that we're doing the first ever live faux fob at the LA Podcast Festival. We're on Saturday <laughs> at 2. Um, my guests will be Rove, uh, of, uh, guest Charlie Number 1, Dave Anthony, and uh, Graham Elwood. We're going to talk about Batman and a bunch of other things on that podcast and uh if you are in new south wales i have the final leg of my uh my goodwill tour uh which is on at the moment i'm doing the enmore this friday night that's the final show of the enmore with uh, tom ballard and uh sam bowring so that'll be really cool and i've got shows in uh sutherland the sutherland entertainment center and at the dyrsl and um i'm at the canberra theater as well uh so i'd love if you came out and saw those shows uh lindsey webb who's been on the podcast will be doing support for me in canberra so that'll be fun as well so uh thanks very much for listening and uh he's uh, dave anthony and i asking uh asking See, fuck, now I'd have to start again. I'm not going to start again. This is bullshit. Anyway, look, that, that really ruined it. I was going, okay, I probably shouldn't have had a drink about it before this. Before this? Oh, that wasn't a good one either. And I probably should have told Amy not to turn on the taps because that's that's that noise. Anyway, uh, this is why I don't do the podcast by myself, guys. Uh, so uh, I hope you enjoy it. Take it away, Dexie. There hasn't been any great advances in prison rape or space trouble. <laughs> the father of the and the holy place. Hello and welcome to Faux I'm Will Anderson Uh, Number one is here Dave Anthony (laughs) Welcome back number one Hello How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, man, I'm good. Uh, I thought today, because uh, we started this when we did the three-year anniversary. Remember when we did the, the three-year birthday episode? Yep. And uh, people sent in some questions. Yeah. And then in typical oh, uh, yeah. Tofop fashion, we never, ever got to answer any of the questions. <laughs> so a few people have asked me, could we actually get to the questions? Uh-huh. And I thought, well, why not? Like, yeah, you know, sure. We can do that. So uh, I'm just going to run through them, and we can take as little or as much time with any of these as you want to. Like, you yep. know, it doesn't. there's no particular rhyme nor reason. Uh, but we'll just start from the top and see how we go. Amy Jo O'Boyle, uh, what is your skincare regime or regimen, she says, but oh, either either know. way? At all? No. What do you mean? Do you wash your face?
1: Yeah, I wash my face with soap. With
0: what? With soap? Yeah. It's terrible for your skin. Is it? How do I yeah. look? Yeah. What do you mean? What? What? I'm fine. I don't know if you are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Like you don't use a moisturiser or anything, uh-uh. like an exfoliant, uh-uh. something, uh-uh. nothing. No, nope. you wash your face with soap. Yep. Wow. I know it's crazy. You are a like you like to me. That's like you being bed grills. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well tell me that you sleep in a dead camel. <laughs>
1: <I> <laughs>
0: if do. someone says to me, "I wash my face with soap," yeah, they're, they're basically saying to me, "I sleep in a dead camel. I drink my own urine." And I've made my clothes out of leaves.
1: <laughs> really? What? Uh, what, um, what? sunscreen do you use every day? What?
0: I don't use an everyday sunscreen, but oh. I, I put sunscreen on most oh. days. Most okay. days. That when people you were about when to people say, say that, they, that no, way. when
1: people say they have a skincare regimen, I was like, so what's your sunscreen that you put on every day? Oh, I don't. Well, good luck with your face. Right.
0: No, no. I have um, uh, part of the regimen that I have. <laughs> Is a sunscreen lotion? Yeah. Yeah, it's in the it's in the process. I, mean, I don't man. care. I
1: don't, I don't. care for. I, if you there's nothing I do that can be considered a regimen. <laughs>
0: I'm out. I'm out. Do you know what I bought the other day? I, I I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'm a bit being a bit facetious about all this because I only recently started taking care, care of my program. skin. Yeah. yeah, because I was really getting to that point where I was like. Why does my face look so old? <laughs> well, Is it just... not some product that I can buy to mask no, this from people? It just keeps happening, right? It does keep happening, uh-huh. but at least this way I feel like I'm. <laughs> you're pretending. like you pretending doing like something. I'm. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time in life, Dave, I feel like I'm just pretending like I'm doing something. But I know.
1: That's you know? how it works. Yeah.
0: Because like sometimes I, I am fascinated by this. Sometimes, like for example, even this podcast, yeah. the amount of like work and effort and like time. In my day. Like sometimes I say to people, Oh no, I can't do that actual work. I'm recording my podcast tomorrow. (laughs) I'm doing fake stuff. I'm doing fake stuff that I've pretended is a job. (laughs) I'm pretending this is actually a thing. Yeah. But it's not really a thing. No, it's not really. And I'm a bit the same with my skincare. But recently when I went to the hairdresser, um, I got a bit of a lecture because because I live near the beach and I've been living near the beach here as well. Mm-hmm. My hair dries out quite a lot, yeah. and they were saying what sort of like you know hair care regime what do you have? Sort of conditioner, yeah, And kind. I'm not really. I've never been because I travel a lot. You don't tend to travel with big like shampoo and conditioner, no, so I hard. just tend to use well, whatever's use the, in the hotel oh, or whatever.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, that's all little... right. Yeah, I have dry hair, so I can't do that. Like I have to have like a a hair. Situation.
0: Well, well, here's the thing. I went to get some products, like yeah. so, a good like a, a, a conditioner and a, like a, um, a shampoo for damaged hair. Yeah. And then I, this is what I always do. Yeah. It's like going to the fucking Apple shop. There's a lot. And then I just buy everything because yep. I'm like, there's a ton of shit. I got an intermediate. I got something what? that you use in between shampoo and conditioner. What would that be? It's like a hair treatment. <laughs>
1: So I don't think you're supposed to do hair treatment every day. You do it once in a while. This
0: was like a regular one, though, like yeah, that you're meant that's, to use regularly. But like you're meant that. to leave it in your hair for five minutes. That's, Who's staying in the shower for five extra minutes to leave something in your hair? Yeah, that sounds like bullshit. I feel it's all bullshit. <laughs> but you, this was pretty good bullshit. Yeah. Not, we revealed on Gruen once that, you know how they tell you when you, uh, you're meant to rinse and repeat when you wash your hair or you condition your hair? It's just so you use more. Yeah. It is. It's purely just so you use more. There's no reason. That seems so
1: obvious. Well, what do you wash? And you go, oh, I should wash that again. Like, what thing are you doing then with? When you wash dishes, you like double the
0: plate. And like, you don't do that with anything. You wash it, it's washed. Alka-Seltzer is another example. In the advertisement, they used to drop one Alka-Seltzer into the glass. And eventually somebody went into a meeting and said, if you drop two in, you'll sell twice as much. And it worked. That's literally how it worked.
1: Well, you know, there's a there's the um, pain relief pill here called a leave.
0: Oh yeah, leave. Yeah, you're only
1: supposed to take one, right? But people can't handle it, so they take two because they're so used to taking
0: two. Oh yeah, so you just, they're, they're double. I just dosing. can't take one of something. Yeah, if, it doesn't if feel even, enough, but it is. Right. Yeah. There's nothing better to than like. After a massive weekend, like people bringing out the like the you know over the counter pain relief pills, and people going, "Don't have any more than two It's like, where? Were, what did you do the last forty eight hours? You fucking idiot! You snorted something off a fucking toilet that you bought from a bikey but better not have more than two aspirin. Well, then you're you bleed out, right? Yeah, that's I'm pretty right. sure. That's what
1: happens. It's like uh, here we have all the Jiffy Lubes and the the oil change places, uh-huh. and uh, it used to be. Years ago, you would get an oil change every 7,500 miles. Right. And then all of a sudden, all these oil change places open up, and then it was every 5,000 miles you need one. Now it's down to 3,500 miles. Are you serious?
0: Yeah, it's just horseshit. Yeah, you don't need to change it that often. No. Of course you don't. That's really interesting. Yeah. All right, good. Like it. There we go. Well done, Amy. A little bit of of grunt. That was good. A little bit of conversation started there. I like that. Uh, Gary MacArthur, who I must admit is... uh, one of the uh, the regular contributors mm-hmm. uh, to the program mm-hmm. uh, Gary says and I think one of the people who was like when are you going to answer those questions and I think uh, that was yeah. because Gary wrote a lot of these questions <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go with one from Gary here if Batman came to you and said he needed you to replace him for one night and you could borrow all his gear what would you do? well oh, fuck you'd fuck no, it's actually well. Fuck, that's a hard one. Right? One night, one you can night. borrow all his gear. One thing I get to—is this something I enjoy or something that's useful? Either. It's, it's, I mean, Gary hasn't specified. It's up to you, man. Batman just is said the, you need to the, replace him for a night.
1: Is it? Is it gear or is it like I need you to replace me <laughs> right. for one night? I, I will if you talk normal. No, <laughs> I'm Batman. Just no. I get it. You're Bruce Wayne. No, I'm not. I'm Batman. Okay.
0: I need you to replace me because
1: it sounds like you're you're the Cookie Monster. I'm not the Cookie, cookie Monster. <laughs> I'm Batman. Okay.
0: Although I do like cookies. You, you do
1: like cookies. Okay, <laughs> so cookie. I just. Cookie. Want to be sure. Cookie. Okay, now you're very. <laughs> cookie. <laughs> you know that. Give he- Batman a cookie. You know he can't eat cookies anymore, right? Batman. No. Cookie Monster. The cookie Monster's not allowed to eat. Yes.
0: I have a whole bit about that. I did it oh, at the did? Montreal Gala. People yeah, will be able to see it. I heard it. Yeah.
1: Okay, so, um, so, I mean, it, d- does his costume count as gear? Because I want to yes. be able to f- jump off buildings and fly. But you will have to get it resized. Okay, that's the Because you're I'm not wearing. as big as Batman. I want to jump off buildings and fly. Alfred will
0: do it. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred will do it. I can't keep talking that I don't once. know if Alfred will do it. Alfred will do it.
1: Okay. He's, ba- then, he's back then, to then, butlering
0: now. Then I'm wearing the. If he's not somewhere having a Fernie Branca, he's happy to. Yeah, retail. Oh, that's this, right. That's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have the fly thing. Okay, you're gonna fly. Yeah, I'm just gonna stand on top of buildings, looking cool.
1: That would be all part of it, though, right? It's part of what I'm wearing. I'm gonna hang out up there. What's
0: up? What Jump
1: down, fly. But then when I hit the ground, then I'm just running around like an idiot. But that's fine. I had a good time.
0: I I would like to actually, if I had it, kill all these major enemies just one night just one <laughs> night but now what's the weapon you gotta have even he can't do that well he can he just chooses not to because
1: he's bad, bad he doesn't like to kill people i don't know oh that's true he doesn't like to kill people, right because i mean he saw his parents were killed so right it's a thing exactly no he doesn't want to kill
0: people yeah. so i but i would kill them all yeah, and then yeah, he'd yeah. come back to town and i'd be like <gasps> done <dun. laughs> we're having a party we're having a party <laughs> come on Batuzi. You've seen the 60s show?
1: Yeah. Hey, you want to watch movies now? (laughs) Come over to my place. Have you seen Shawshank?
0: (laughs) 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 All right. Thanks, Gary. Uh, Colin Geddes asked this. My five-year-old son made up the world... Made up the world... Not made up the world. That would be... That's weird. My five-year-old son made up the word revention, which we figure is an invention created specifically to get... Revenge on someone or revenge, revenge. Oh. What's your revenge? Well, okay, so what would you need? Okay, what do you want to get revenge on someone for? It can be something small if you want it to be, uh, but what, and what would be your invention to stop that from happening?
1: I don't know. I mean, you mean to make it happen? I'm, I'm getting revenge on the person using an invention.
0: You're getting revenge on them. It's a bit complicated, Colin. I feel like, you're just, <laughs> I feel like you're just justifying the fact that your five year old can't say words properly <laughs> by pretending there's something deeper going on there. To be honest, mate. You're yeah. saying he made up the word revenge, but he just can't say words properly. He's trying he's to five. say
1: invention or yeah. something. And but you're he
0: like, he's a genius making yeah. up new yeah, words. Oh, boy. He's the new Shakespeare. He's yeah, not. he's not. He's, he doesn't, not. he's just not a good wordsayer Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, so. What, Do you what, what, want to get revenge on anybody? Not really, no. That's the thing. Feels like,
1: like. I can't think of anybody I actually <sighs> want to take revenge on.
0: I mean, I, that's probably a, um, a an indication that my life has been okay. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. if something really bad. Had yeah. happened to you. Like, you know, like Inigo Montoya, the princess bride, you know? Hello, yeah. my name is Inigo Montoya. Yeah. You killed my father. prepared to die. You spend your whole yeah. time. If someone had killed my father, then, he, then maybe yeah. I'm like, well, I'm going to dedicate my life to taking revenge on... Right. On my, like, I'm the person who killed my father. Right. But my father's fine.
1: <laughs> he's all right. He's out there with the cows.
0: I mean, he had a heart attack. Uh, I suppose I could go after bread. Or his heart. Cheese. Oh yeah, he's hot (laughs) Dad, your heart nearly killed you And I have sworn revenge against you
1: (laughs) Wait, no, that doesn't work (laughs) This is for my father (laughs) No, I am your father
0: (laughs) There's a problem with your logic Oh revenge yeah so there's no one you want revenge. i don't think there's anybody i mean I your career is revenge against your father <laughs> <laughs> i mean let's be honest it is but but other than that you know you're not a guy for revenge right
1: no i no, there's nobody i mean you know i i there's a part of me that wants to shoot one of the heads of the nra just to go see right guns, uh, guns do kill people see
0: what happens right um uh. What, what's that old saying? There's, isn't there an old saying about revenge that if you like, if you go out looking for revenge, you have to dig two graves or whatever yeah. it is. I that's... mean,
1: if you t- actually take revenge, you're you're totally screwing yourself. Right. I mean, how could you not?
0: So what that's, we're basically why... saying is, you could kill our parents, and we'd both let it go.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, but revenge is why the Crips and Bloods exist. Like, right. That's why gangs happen because one guy does another guy, another guy does another guy, and then you're off and running, and it's just a whole thing.
0: Yeah. All right. No revenge. Colin. We're out. Sorry. Teach
1: your, teach your kid to talk, probably. Yeah, tell, tell Make your... Make the world a more peaceful place. Yeah, why don't you have your kid
0: stop inciting violence? Right. How about that? How about that, Colin? <laughs> if that's your real name, or just the made-up name your kid calls you. Right? Right? Oh, sorry, Colin. <laughs> Thanks for writing in, mate. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Big shout-out to your kid. Uh, Zach Goodridge says this. Uh, if you live in either Joss Whedon Avengers universe... Or the Christopher Nolan Batman universe, which one would you live in? Batman. There's more to this uh, scenario. We're done. No, there's more. Batman. There's more to this scenario. Uh, In the Avengers universe, you are a minor superhero with limited skill. Mm -hmm. Hawkeye. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Or gun shooty lady. (laughs) Uh, In the Batman universe, you are Bane's sex slave. (laughs) oh fuck (laughs) so (laughs) he knew he knew going in that that I was probably going to go for Batman Batman, we were going to go for Batman he knew already and then uh, and then he's 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 brought in a little Gotham's Reckoning into the equation so you're Bane's sex slave with a 50-50 chance that Batman will save you and train you as his replacement oh god this is a it's a very convoluted hypothetical right so in the Avengers universe you're a minor superhero Mm -hmm. okay cool with limited skill In the Batman universe You're Bane's sex slave With a 50-50 chance That Batman will save you So you got 50-50 chance yeah. That Batman's going to save you From being Bane's right. sex slave That's pretty good And train you as his replacement Oh, mm-hmm. okay That's pretty good Or Bane will have bane will sex with you Every day For the rest of your life I mean, you bane basically t- And in so brackets he's put Bane is the top so You yeah, know fucking no, shit yeah, Really? really?
1: <laughs> Holy shit, really? I didn't know no, is he going to blow me? Is he going to take off his harmonica and blow me?
0: No one cared who I was.
1: <laughs> I'm going to suck your dick now. <laughs> uh, no, I'm always going to choose the Avengers one because I don't want to be raped. Right? Bye-bye. I mean, that's okay, right? Yeah, then, I not mean, be- so your, your question is, no. would you rather be raped or not raped? And I'm going to say I'd rather not, rape. not be
0: raped. <laughs> in fact, in general... As a general principle yeah, yeah. in every hypothetical scenario. Yeah. Because rape is wrong. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's I, terrible, and you don't want to rape someone no. or be raped. No. So, As a general principle, can we just... It's yeah, a simple thing.
1: I feel but, like... But he just, he just wrote a question so he could write banal. That's all that happened. Well, here's the thing. I put banal in. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> so...
0: Oh, that was man. me. Um, right in the banus. Because and this is the thing about and it, it, it's funny because even some people have because we have the, the prison rape joke in the in the opening titles of this show yeah. like the reference yeah. you know some people even like you know in the context now of people talking about rape and not being able to like you know people have even approached me and said hey you know is that something that you guys should be doing right I I mean, and it is something that I think about, and obviously comedy changes, and sometimes you wouldn't talk about things that you you would have in the past and that sort of thing, because the context of the debate changes. However, I don't think that we have ever been like, ha, 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 wouldn't it be funny if you got raped? I I would also
1: say, hey, everybody, one of the main things that keeps guys from committing crimes is the fear of prison rape. Right. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So, yeah. (laughs)
0: But the interesting thing for me about the whole uh, rape debate is that my thing is, like, my position on it is very, very simple. No, you're never allowed to have sex with someone against their will. Right. There is absolutely no circumstance. Right. There's never she was asking for it or he was asking right. for it. There is never, never. there is no exceptions. No. It doesn't matter what they wear. It doesn't matter what they say. Right. Don't. And why would you want to have sex with I someone? I know that's the crazy thing
1: to me. Like what, Why? What, what? Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can't even, I mean, you know, it's a power thing. Well, I mean, and that's what they say. They say yeah. that rape is less about, and, and look, uh particularly that man on man uh, like i mean and i'm not uh, it's all terrible yeah, the man, on man but the man, thing, man on man and what yeah. you can say is definitely about power yeah but apparently across the board they say that like most likely it's about power rather than sex mm-hmm. but i just think as a society we all have to say like it's not acceptable in any like right. we, we can't have it's i know that we're try, when we have those debates and people are like oh well you know don't walk late at night with you okay it's fine to say that the, right. the world is not perfect now. Yeah, try to avoid scenarios where you will put yourself in danger. However, you're not allowed to rape anyone, right? No,
1: Ever. And no, I think
0: we're very no anti-rape. one's asking for it unless they literally ask for it. Yeah, yeah. And but the other and is, even then, check.
1: The other thing is, is like people saying, people, the whole thing about rape jokes and all that stuff, and get rid of. Them. Uh, there are always going to be idiots, right? Idiots are You're basically saying If you're saying Don't do rape jokes You're basically saying Can we get rid of all idiots
0: also, Idiots are always Going to exist But it's also the other thing is there. I want to know Who people I not do. Gonna like Are not going to I do too I Right know, you know Because know, every I know. time Someone does Like if I see someone Do you know Like a terrible Joke Whether it be about you know, those sort of things where I go, "Oh, hang on. I don't feel comfortable with who right. the victim is." I go, "Okay, this person's not for me." Right. And then I go and find people who are for me. We, and yes. it lets me go, "Okay, cool. I'm not with this like
1: We uh, Will and I off mic have talked many times about different comedians and we go, "Oh, that one does that?" "Oh, yeah. interesting." Okay. I don't that's it, it, a judgment. We uh, we do make judgments about other comedians who misogyny or rape or whatever it
0: is. And, yeah. it, and to me, it always comes down to, like, oh, well, not always, but like most of the time it comes down to intent. Yes. The intent behind the piece, the point that's tr- yes. trying to be made, what the person's trying to say. Yes. You know, I've heard jokes about men and women, like, you know, a guy and his, like, wife mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, joke or about their roles in society mm-hmm. that would play in any comedy club in the world, almost, yep. mm-hmm. that I find much more offensive than Louis C.K.'s rape bit. Yes. Because of the way they're handled and the intent behind them totally. and the genuine hatred you can the hatred, hear. yes. Even though they're doing something like,
1: my wife does this. You... You hate <sighs> your wife? You hate women? What's right. happening? Yeah, totally.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was serious, but... <laughs> <laughs> is that what you wanted?
1: Is that the question you... Is that the question you wanted answered with your Batman?
0: <laughs> uh, okay, Chris M. John says... Uh would you rather be attacked by a savage wild horse or a savage wild bear fuck mm, good question. Good question. uh bear you'd rather be attacked by a bear well i think a bear you can
1: like i i know what you're supposed to do with a bear attack which is well uh, number one if it's if it's at a distance you make yourself large uh-huh
0: how do you make yourself large just stand, open
1: your arms up, and, and like give it the deal. Like I'm also, you know, here to do some business. I don't know if you say that, and if you do say it, I don't know if bears speak English. <laughs> How about this, bro? But if the bear, what <laughs> if the, but if the bear looked at you and went back, like, okay, I'm here to do business too, then <laughs> you know it. Then you know you're. insulting
0: the bear. bear? Like, I fucked your mother bear. <laughs> I fucked your mother bear. <laughs>
1: hey, you know that tree you were pawing over there? No. I put my dick on that shit. When uh, the bear what? goes, what? <laughs> What you say? What you say (laughs) (laughs) And then if the bear's attacking you, I think you're supposed to curl up in a ball so it knows you're not a threat. It's all about it's about a power struggle with bear. (laughs) Bears are rapists, I think is what we're saying
0: It's one of those, but it is actually one of those things it's Where you're like, thing. at the start you've got to be like I'm bigger than you bear, and then eventually If the bear comes at you, you're like well, I'm smaller no, than you, you got bear this. <laughs> No, you're right Kidding! <laughs> I'm so sorry about the fucking your mum I did not have sex with your mother And I did not put my cock on that tree. It's all fine
1: It's the same thing you do with the frat guy right. No different <laughs>
0: yeah. um, And
1: then, uh and then a horse, I don't, I don't know. Like if a horse is attacking you, I yeah. think shit's fucked up. And oh, but a horse can kill you with one blow. Right. It's my thing. You know. It would be quicker, probably, your horse. Yeah, but I mean, if we're not, I, as far as I'm concerned, I, I'm not giving up and dying in both these scenarios. So I want to survive. And That's I think, the difference I think between a horse, you and I. In
0: both <laughs> of scenarios, I gave up and died very early on. And there was a moment of me that was happy about it. it was like, "Oh, thank fuck, it ended before it went bad." Okay, if you if you had if you had to die,
1: would you rather die by pig or by squirrel? Ooh, uh,
0: by any like. Ha- There's two choices. How am I dying by each of those things though? I don't know. It's up to you. Uh, okay, to right? Out. Yeah. Um. Well, by pig. By yeah. pig, then by squirrel. Yeah, for sure. I have no affection for squirrels at all. <laughs> I don't think this is an affectionate question. though. No, I, I just, I, I, cause I, I haven't, I don't know, like pigs are apparently very smart animals. They are very smart. animals. Um, I always like, when I did eat meat, um, I enjoyed the pig, p- the pig products. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be like a full circle, you know, that, you know, I was responsible for the deaths of pigs and it would be wiped out by a pig taking their revenge on me. Right. right. I read animal farm. I feel like they could get that shit done, you know? Yeah like uh, well, uh and as it was bashing in my head yeah. as i lay on the ground i would just whisper that'll do pig
1: that'll do <laughs> okay but here's the sad thing you answered incorrectly because the squirrel is just going to bite your 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 neck and quickly have you bleed out but the pig is actually going to eat up through your intestines oh so i'm sorry i mean but you have chosen <laughs> game show <laughs> uh. <sighs>
0: I just love yeah I have to go and um, when this is uh, being recorded uh, tomorrow I have to go and pitch a show that I've been working on with some people for a while mm-hmm. And I can just imagine, like, being in the room, pitching the show, and the dude's just going, nah, not mm-hmm. interested. Mm-hmm. And me panicking, going, so, I've got a squirrel in a pit. <laughs> <laughs> People have to choose how they will die, but we don't reveal to them how they die from them. <laughs> guys like this, guys a genius. This is amazing. Bring in the giant <laughs> check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Ronnie Shiloh Johnson has asked this. If you had the power to erase a person's brain back to its infancy, Mm -hmm. but you could only use it one time, Mm -hmm. whose brain would you erase? Oh, boy. Wow. Wow. Whose
1: brain would you erase? The guy who wrote, uh, he wasn't even a judge. He was like a, I don't know what they'd be called. He was a Supreme Court. He was the assistant, whatever he is. Okay. Who wrote the corporations are people in the side of a thing and changed the entire way America worked.
0: So explain to me what that means, because I have uh, seen uh, this referred to before, but I don't really understand what what is meant by that. The corporations are people thing. It's, it was a legal thing, right? It's yeah, a,
1: it's a legal thing. So they basically get to do everything a person gets to do. But they can't actually be punished the same way as people. Right, because they're not people. So if you're a corporation, <laughs> yeah, like say Halliburton just got in trouble for right. um, destroying evidence about the oil spill. Uh huh. And they're fine. With it just words. covered in oil? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the best way to destroy the evidence. <laughs> uh, we are so sorry, but we spilled oil all over it. What? The irony, right? I know,
1: it's crazy. No, but not. that's
0: just what happened. Oh, well. I don't know. Well, no.
1: Basically, they had run like twenty computer models that said, "Will this rig hold up?" And yeah. every every one said, They're "No." Not, not really.
0: They wiped that and out. and and they, the computer models were
1: right. Yeah, turns, turns out. out. Turns weird. out weird. Yeah. Uh, so they destroyed it. So their fine was two hundred thousand dollars. Now, if you were a human being and you did that, you would go to prison, right? But ha-
0: but the corporation can't go to prison, right?
1: So the corporation can
0: keep doing also terrible a things. person would also, like, get fined $200,000. Yeah, that's a person's amount of money. Devastated. Whereas, like, a c- corporation like Halliburton... I don't give
1: a shit. As a matter of fact, their stock went up, so it, they made money off of destroying evidence. So, shit like that. And, and right. it, it permeates throughout all, all sorts of things. They can donate to campaigns. They can do all this stuff. And if they're not... If they have no morals and they can donate to a campaign, it's just for making ways to make money. And ways to make money are generally amoral. So, they're they're not they're not people, and so it's basically changed all all the problems you see in
0: America oh they're society. terrible, terrible people <laughs> <laughs> is that what it says in the legislation? <laughs> corporations are <of> people asterisks <laughs> terrible, terrible people that you would not like to know because they will fuck you up and then they will get away with that shit yeah Supreme Court justice <laughs> Supreme Court justice written by wow okay well, that, that was a good one, man. I like that. Uh, Sebastian Whirl. I hope I'm saying that right, uh Sebastian. W E H R L E. That's a good last name. Whirl. It is a good last name. Yeah. Whirl? Whirl? I don't know. Whirl? Well, I hope it's Whirl. Give it a Whirl. Give it a Whirl. Uh, what would be different if Superman had landed in Australia instead of the US? Mm, interesting. Let me let, let's walk through this then. Well, From okay, firstly. He would have fucked up that dingo when it tried to take him, right? But he kick the shit out of it. Dingo would have fucking bit off more than it could chew if the it a The dingo would have little... bit him and all his teeth would have cracked. Right. Yeah. That would have been... The... Okay. Even is... as a baby. Yeah, go. All right. Mm-hmm. Gritty reboot. Oh. Reboot of the Man Austra- of Steel movie. Australian gritty reboot? Yeah. Man yeah. of Steel, Down Under. Yeah! All right. This is the story. Uh, so, uh, he escapes from Coup D'On. He lands mm-hmm. in the Australian Outback. Sure he does. Right? Yeah. First scene. This is your, your hilarious first thing. Mm-hmm. Baby lands. Capture yeah. lands. Baby hops ding out. Baby. Well, baby's you know out on the ground or whatever. Right. you know? Rolling around. Right. Dingo comes by. Yeah. Takes the baby because everyone's like ah yeah. the dingo and the baby. Great opening scene. Uh-huh. A bit of humour, a, a bit of bit of tension. Yeah. Like this. This it's a vicious animal. Yeah. You're not playing it for laughs necessarily. Right. But you're just recognizing that thing that everybody knows. Yeah. It's a vicious animal. It goes to bite the baby. Everyone then right. there is like, oh, my God, this dingo's baby gonna is going to be baby. killed. The yeah. dingo is going to eat the baby. No. Nope. break. Dingo. Super baby. Yeah. Opening credits. Man of Steel. Down under. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then the rest rates itself, yeah. obviously. So uh, basically he's discovered by, um, uh, you know, the equivalent uh, Mar and Pa Kent. Yeah. Mar and Pa Cunt. They are the, the Cunts. <laughs> The Aussie cunts With a K Not with a C I don't want to be offensive Clark cunt Yeah the cunts from down under All right Um, uh, Papa cunt Mm -hmm. Played by um, Paul Hogan (laughs) (laughs) Yeah okay All right Uh, Yeah Uh, And uh, The wife The wife played by uh, Jackie Weaver From Animal Kingdom Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, you know, yeah, hot on a uh-huh, yeah. Hollywood success. That'd sure. be a good... Paul Hogan and Jackie Weaver yep, can be the good. near and Park camp. Yep. And uh, then he... Well, he's raised in Australia Australian outback, so... Mm-hmm. He's a little wild. So a lot of a lot of scenes. Here's what I would have in it. Because he's out in the outback, mm-hmm. right? So I'd have a lot of scenes of him uh, learning about uh, the, the aboriginals and the indigenous culture and their uh-huh. connection with the world and with yeah. the spirituality and... Yeah. Like, because they also would have myths, maybe. Appeal. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. On the caves... Aboriginal of? culture has been around for forty thousand years right. in Australia. They have uh, cave drawings and stuff like uh-huh. that. So suddenly, so, like lost style, you discover on the walls. Done? Yeah, you've got like the, the tales, story the story of, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And part of the Aboriginal mythology has actually been some of the stories they tell are of this person from the stars yeah. that came. And so you suddenly give it like a spiritual and an yeah. interesting grounding. Yeah. So Superman not only learns from the you know his parents about oh, what it's like to be. You also know, a 40,000-year-old Right, society. tradition that yeah. is connected with you know his yeah. planet and yeah. his traditions. Yeah. So then he's raised in that sort of way. You've got a lot of funny scenes of him. <laughs> 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 middle of the outback, yeah. right? Yeah. You know what there is in the middle of the outback? No one for miles around. Yeah. And space.
1: So you, just, you know what oh, there
0: also is? What? Uh, the fastest animal on land in Australia, the emu scenes of Superman yeah, chasing emu, yeah. the emus and, like, you know, yeah. having races with kangaroos and, yeah. like, you know... Jumping and running and punching. Right. Learning how to do all those things. Yeah. You know, being influenced by that surroundings, but you know. Naturally. Naturally, in the middle of uh, everywhere, right? Yeah. Um, then... You set the story around uh, the U.S. military base that they have in Darwin, oh, where all boy, the drones are coming out of, yeah. and some sort of you know conspiracy with the military and whatever's yeah. going on there, and that's your like I mean well you know the rest. West, I mean we rest, could yeah. but all right I, I like it. You know what I'm not giving away the rest. Is what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Nolan, write me a check. Charlie's
1: taking notes.
0: Yeah, all right, that was good. Uh, Brody Snook, Brody asked this. Uh, would you rather have sex with someone who has been dead for a year mm. or alive for a year?
1: What the fuck? That's the worst question ever. God damn it. Well, dead. Yeah, I mean, it's the only. I mean, they're both crimes. Right. Well, I mean. I mean, who also. Who is making us do this (laughs) Like where am I that this is happening (laughs) What's
0: the situation Like is it Well here's the thing Dave Once I sold my first game show (laughs) Pig or Squirrel (laughs) I was on a roll Then I sold one year One year
1: in or one year out You know It's a good
0: show (laughs) Um, Well I mean look It could be If it it was Benjamin Button And he was alive for a year That would be fine right That's fine um and found a loophole found a loophole and uh, what about uh, if uh, what about a zombie a hot
1: zombie zombies are not alive so you're saying a de- a th- I could screw a dead zombie right. lady well they're yeah. still dead and rotten it still smells and it's horrible and uh, what if you clean her up a bit some soap i'd rather i'd rather fuck a dead dead person than a zombie You'd rather
0: have sex with a corpse
1: Yeah I think so the Than a zombie? zombie Yeah
0: I mean if they've been dead a year too I mean you could really just like Fuck a skeleton That wouldn't be right. that weird That's right That's what I'm thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> That keep, wouldn't be that weird I'm thinking, I'm thinking you keep it out in the desert for a year And then you And they
1: just Alright I'm fucking a skeleton Right Big deal I, I would Pretend done this you're and, dating a model I would have done this <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, This is as close to dating Kate Moss as I ever can <laughs> I fucked a skeleton once right <laughs> What have you done Yeah Oh I Okay, uh, Matthew Thurbon has asked: uh, the figure of speech "you can't have your cake and eat it too" is absurd. Why would you want to have a cake but not eat it? But then again, having it is having a cake the same thing as eating a cake. I'm confused. Discuss. Well, now we're getting very. I think Nietzsche covered this. Did he not? <laughs> <In> his cookbook. <laughs> it's one of his less popular, but he did a cookbook.
1: It's right after the hot dog chapter, right? Yeah. Fun things to do with hot dogs by Nietzsche.
0: Speaking of competitive eating, I I once ate an entire cake, uh, in one sitting. It was for a radio you, thing. Oh, okay. So it was something you as a challenge. We were doing a live uh, broadcast at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. We were doing Breakfast Radio at the time, and uh, the challenge was that between six and nine, while we were doing the show, I would try to eat an entire cake. Right. Now, Jeez. here's what I'm going to tell you. That, that sounds a lot easier than it actually really? is. Really? Yeah. Like you think it would be easy over three hours, right? How big is the cake? Like, oh, yeah, proper cake size, okay. like a, the sort of cake that you would buy at a shop and go, "This is like a cake for a party." I'm yeah. going to say eight, eight or ten generous slices okay. of cake. Yeah.
1: And how 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 long into it before you're like, "Ooh, I don't know if I can do this."
0: I. i I think i hit the wall at about the two hour mark
1: yeah and how many pieces was that
0: oh that was about the i reckon at that stage i was probably about two-thirds of the way through wow but i thought i was gonna die yeah like afterwards we finished at nine that's and i had to go and lay down for the rest of the day yeah that's an overdose of sugar right yeah yeah it was like that sort of thing of like yeah half they should have on the top of the cake just said congratulations you now have diabetes (laughs) (laughs) what are the candles for (laughs) was that your idea Yeah, I think it was because I love cake so much and I always talk about cake. I do love cake. You know, uh, Justin and Adam Richard and I were doing some shows at the Comics Lounge in Melbourne and uh, we I was talking about how much I love cake and how my ideal gig is that um, if someone would uh, bring me up... I could finish my show by if someone would bring me up a piece of cake and a cup of tea and I would just, like, eat the cake And have the cup of tea while I finish the the show. Because that would be as peaceful as I, you know, would want to be. Uh So on the last night of our run, as I'm getting towards the end, and I've already told this thing earlier in the thing, they they both come out with two pieces of cake and, like, you know, a cup of tea, right? So I'm like, all right. So I tell the audience, I said, I'm going to keep going until I finish this cake. Yeah. And it was brilliant. Like, it was because it was one of those things where sometimes if they laughed enough... I would take two slices Uh of cake, like cockily. But, of course, they would enjoy that as well. And it almost went so well that I was like, fuck, I could close with this every (laughs) time. And then I would die. Yeah.
1: So we're not going to answer your question
0: because you got a better answer. But I like cake, is what I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Apart from... So we must have talked about this when uh, we originally had put this question out there, but... Uh, Samuel Taylor asked apart from Will's $300 final episode of Lost what's the most ludicrous amount you've spent on something and why what's your, what's your biggest splurge like you know I'm not on something that's sensible like you know not like buying a house or like a car or something but right. is there, have you ever spl- splashed some money on
1: I'm not like a I'm not like a guy who collects things or goes out and buys stuff like uh-huh. that I don't I, I can't really think of anything that I guess yeah nothing Nothing? I don't think I'm that g- I'm not that guy who goes out and buys a thing like that. I Oh, well, I mean, I mean art. That's probably it.
0: Oh, art. Okay. What's an art? I
1: commissioned a painting. Really? Yeah. You, naked? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's the, it says it in French.
0: Was it Anne Gettys? Did you... <laughs>
1: No, there's an artist in LA who. It's like, but and uh, anyway, Greg told me about him, and and I was trying to look for a get my wife a painting for her birthday, and I commissioned a painting oh, okay. from him. That's probably the most I've ever spent on anything. That
0: I bought uh, my girlfriend at the time a fifteen thousand dollar car for Christmas. Oh. Wow. That was probably as biggest. as... Yeah. That was quite a good Christmas present. Yeah, that's a really good Christmas yeah. present. So, that was as big as I ever... Yeah, that's... Yeah. You know what that does, though? Fucks you up for next Christmas. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I don't regret doing it. I'm just saying that it raises the bar. Anyway, these are earrings. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and no, they're not diamond. They're huh? just nice earrings.
0: How do you feel about the brushes voucher? I'm just going to, hang on, I'm just going to, I just wonder if, uh, and should be keeping going? Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Uh, Let's get on to the uh, next question here. Um, Benny M. Ostler asks this, uh, if you could be Charlie for one day, Mm -hmm. uh, what TV series would you audition for? I mean, you are Charlie. You you are. Yeah. I mean, this is what you're doing here, man. So I get, uh, because. But you can audition for a TV show. So I am. You are Charlie. You're being
1: Charlie Clawson. Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And what sort of character would you be in Game of Thrones? I would like to be a bad
1: guy. (laughs) Oh. uh, You know, one of the uh, storm the castle. Okay. Kill the people. You know, it'd be great. Do you watch Game of Thrones?
0: I haven't really um, watched the TV series yet. I'm I'm uh, working my way through the books.
1: Oh yeah, I do it the opposite. I'll watch it and then I'll read the books. Why? Because I don't like stuff to be spoiled on the TV show, but I don't care if it's spoiled in the book. It's interesting. Yeah.
0: But does that mean that you then read the characters, like, when you read the book, do the characters look like the TV characters? Sometimes. Like, when I read... Okay, so I read... Like, you're reading uh, it, I read you're like, read oh, it's under, Peter Dinklage. Like,
1: like, take Under the Dome, I read it, uh-huh. and certain characters I will see that way. Like, Under the Dome, well, there's a guy in it from Breaking Bad is a really good actor... And he seemed really well cast, right. and so he works. But there's another guy named Barbie who is not well cast, and he is not in my head. Nor is the main female lead in my head. Like right. they don't, if they're not well cast, they're not you in my recast. head. When I read. Yeah, yeah right. I do recast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, uh, we're getting towards the end of this. Uh, Josh Duggan asks, "Would you rather fight ten chicken-sized kangaroos?" Okay, so far I'm loving that. Or one kangaroo sized chicken.
1: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh, you know what? I gotta go with the kangaroo sized chicken, the, chick- uh, the chicken sized kangaroos.
0: You want the 10 chicken sized kangaroos? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. I think
0: that would be fun. I um, it's the love. <laughs> it's like being attacked by wallabies. <laughs>
1: That'd be right, yeah, right? yeah. You kick, kick one, punch one. Right.
0: Yeah, it's fine. I kind of like the idea that it would start as a giant kangaroo, but when you punched it, it would split yeah, off into yeah. tiny kangaroos. That's it.
1: So you, so you start with the giant chicken one, and you punch it once, and then it, and then it, <laughs> it
0: goes splits and off and into tiny t- kangaroos. Yeah, that's that's the answer. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> that is <very> indeed the correct answer. <laughs> that was the answer that Josh supplied. Yeah. Uh, all right. Brendan Roberts asked this. Doctor H- Are you a Doctor Who fan? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I tried to watch it once,
1: and it was it seemed sort of a little too cheesy for me, so I didn't okay. continue on. All
0: right, well, we'll just move on, because I don't want this to... But you're a Doctor Who fan. I'm a big Doctor Who fan. Uh, Molly Jean asked this. You and Dave are the last two people on Earth.
1: Oh, man, what happened? Dot, dot, dot. I assume there so was... that's
0: just the start. That's... I
1: assume we walk out of this hotel room right
0: now, and it's just all devastation. <sighs> and wouldn't that be devastating? Because we've just recorded two podcasts. <laughs> Who is going to listen to them? Can we still upload them? I can't upload them now and the world hasn't ended so oh.
1: uh,
0: yeah I, okay well let's go through that first what do you think has happened I mean it has to be some environment I guess where we've just been what? doing a podcast or something yeah we had to have been in a place we've though, gone into a only... sound to try to find a soundproof room yeah and meanwhile while we're talking shit about fighting giant chickens and so the planet is still there yeah but which means we could survive mm-hmm.
1: but everyone's dead I would have to say that uh Space poison. That's what happened. You mean a giant cloud of space poison came, and we just happened to be oh lucky to survive. And it just enveloped the planet, and then well, that could happen.
0: Moved on, and can it? I don't think there's such a thing as space poison. <laughs> well, how do you know? <laughs> how much do you know about space?
1: <laughs> I mean, not a lot. We're finding right. out stuff all the time. Yeah, but yeah. also
0: even of the stuff that we already know, how much of it do you know? As a percentage, do you think? I would guess 0.004%. Right. So how do you know there's not space poison? I don't know there's not space poison. Right. I bet there is. I'm not
1: saying conclusively there is or there isn't. I
0: bet there is. I think there's more likely to be space poison than not. Yeah. I'm not saying it's coming here to Earth, but I reckon in all of space, there's got to be some shit that's poisonous, right? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. The end. No. (laughs) Sorry. I guess, well, I mean, eventually we would just walk the earth until we died, right? Isn't yeah, that? no, what would we Because do? there's nothing we can actually do to well, fix it. Well, I mean,
1: we, we'd get in fast cars and we'd drive them around. That'd be fun. Fuck around. First day, that would be yeah. definitely... Rob a bank. Right. Just walk in, grab some money. Right. And then I'd I'd look at you and go, hey, all the food's going to start to rot. Let's eat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'd go up to let's go uh, and find one of those uh, medical marijuana dispensaries yeah, yeah. And, then, and then the world is our smallest uh, <laughs> board. <laughs> everything is sizzler when you're the only people left do you
1: think we'd go up to the, the hustler store around the corner and just throw dicks at each other
0: <laughs> why aren't we doing that this afternoon why do have, we have to wait for the world to end? Well, of that shouldn't
1: app? they have a room in back? Like, like you know, when you go to a store and they just have a room for kids to play in? But at the, uh, the hustler store here, they just have a room in back, which just full of rubber dicks. And you can go in and throw them
0: at each other. My God. Ten minutes like, in the room, 50 You can bucks. dive into the rubber cocks. <laughs> I mean, that is an adult playground, you <laughs> know? Yeah. Wow. All right. So you know what we do? <laughs> Ainsley Pratt asked this: What's Dave's view? And this is interesting. And you can t- you can talk as much or as little about and, this as you want. And we went. already know I don't have a lot of opinions uh, because this is, is about weird. another comedian. And there is like you know, like there's a certain sort of you know respect that all your comedians have that we yes. don't tend to really bag people out. Right. Um, so. Uh, if you want to answer this Answer it or answer it, Whatever you want to answer it What is Dave's view On the comedian Daniel Tosh I can't tell if I laugh If I laugh at his jokes Or his delivery style And why does he do A lot of rape jokes
1: Yeah Why does he do A lot of rape jokes That's actually something You should ask yourself While you watch him Yeah
0: Why does um, he You don't have to answer
1: that but I don't I think that Daniel Is a complicated human being And I think Daniel Has some demons
0: Yeah He's, he's a very funny guy. I've met him a couple of times. and He seems quite nice. He's a very
1: nice guy, yeah. and he is very funny. Yeah. But you know, like a lot of comedians, I think he's got a tortured. There's know, something there. Isn't from there?
0: Yeah, there's some darkness in Daniel, yeah. and it comes some out. some genuine you, darkness. Yes, and it comes out, and of these you sometimes jokes. see it, and you go, "Whoa, uh-huh." I'd yeah. be interested to know. Yeah, yeah. But it seems legit at least with him. You know, in that way that sometimes you see guys doing that sort of shit, and you go, "Oh, you're just like say there's some there's something else going on there that." I think, Some of it comes out of it. Yeah, don't.
1: I think when, when you know, there's a lot of comics like that. that he, he's, a, he's able, he's made it palatable for a lot of people. Mm. Like, a lot of people can't do that. But I think that, um, I think there's, there when when your audience, I think when there's a portion of your audience that thinks it's real. Yeah. That,
0: that's the problem. That's where I think it?
1: you're in trouble. And
0: that's the problem. Like, sometimes I think the problem is that, I remember, uh, and I said this at the time, I think I may have even said on the podcast, but I went and saw Daniel do like a big arena show, like a 3,000, uh-huh. you know, because I yeah. perform a lot with him at the Comedy and Magic Club in Hermosa, yeah, yeah. which is his local club. And right. So he'll just pop in on a lineup mm-hmm. and no one will ever go after him. Like people oh, don't, because he gets such a big reaction because yeah. he's walking out as like, right. you know, people go nuts. People won't go immediately after him, but I will always go immediately after him because yeah, for wow. two reasons, Firstly, he's just got the crowd rocking. Yeah. But secondly, he's normally dropping in to try something new. Right. Right. So which means that you get all the excitement of the crowd are really up for it. Yeah. But he's not necessarily banging out every joke like he would be at his big concert. Of course he isn't. So it's normally a pretty good spot after if you're any good. I learned
1: that in New York. I had to follow a tell every night for like a year. And I learned, oh, yeah, I can follow anybody because they're often doing new stuff. But even if they aren't, I'm a completely different thing. Right. And once they've got the ball up in the air... Yeah, you keep it going. It's
0: not like people are like, we've had enough fun now.
1: Right, exactly. There's no... But the only thing that's hard to follow is when someone's talking to the crowd the whole time. That's the only thing.
0: No, I agree with that. Um, So, I went and saw him do his arena show. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I said to someone afterwards was, I bet he doesn't... Like, well, not even I bet. I could tell he doesn't like a percentage of his audience. Yeah. And that, could to me, that. is something that I've never had to say. No, like, I, I don't have the that audiences either. that Daniel has, like, no, in any I, way. But,
1: yeah. But, I you think, know, I think that's a comedy central thing. I think you really, you know, Attell had that. Chappelle had that. I don't know if he still does. G- Giselnik's definitely going to have it. Like, you know, when you do quote unquote edgy comedy, yeah. you, creeps start to like you. Right. You know, that's just how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's just the name of the game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's just a couple of guys like why are you laughing at this truth <laughs> he's finally saying what we all think right guys <laughs> all right um will uh holly asked me this one uh, if if your hip pain would disappear forever but it meant you could never again eat cake what would you do Mm. Um, I would never again eat cake As yeah. much as I like cake My hips yeah. are getting worse and worse And it's really starting to shit me now Like, I have days where I can barely fucking walk and I'm how,
1: how, how far away are you Do you think from um, surgery?
0: Well It's a hard one I've been, I, I've been lucky enough to be working with this expert In Australia who um, is giving me Some other techniques and some things And when I go back to Australia I'm going to have some work done around them Like some physio and some other things To see if I can lessen some of the pain because right. um, they prefer it me not to basically because I have to get both hips done. It's pretty major surgery. If you get and, both and you do them both at once, well, obviously. Or do you have You've got one a couple of time. choices. Uh, so uh, yeah. these are basically your stats in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, you can get them both done at the same time, but you'll have to learn how to walk again then. Because you've right. had both your hips replaced. So that's right. gonna take a bit of time. Or you can get them done one at a time. The advantage is you don't it will take less time to heal and you don't have to learn to walk again. Right. But you have to get major surgery twice as many times. Right. right and it's major surgery it is major surgery, and they say that one in ten uh hip replacements have complications which is actually quite a high amount for although i although a, a lot of that might be due
1: to age. the age of the person getting them. and
0: it does yeah. and that is is one of the reasons yeah. um they only last 15 years max so oh, the younger shit, you really? get them the more you have to get them again so at oh. my stage of my life Chances are, I'd have to get them at least done twice. But
1: I feel like by the time another 15 years goes by, they'll just be able to put a tube in and
0: squirt in some new gel hips. Right. Well, you hope so, right? Yeah. What are your legs? Still motherfucking springs. You know, that's what I would be like. Yeah. You know, my... my I want super hips. My nephew... Part has had, robot. My, part,
1: my, <laughs> my nephew has had two heart surgeries. And my 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 um, sister was trying to delay the last one because they're, they were close to having... Where they wouldn't have to open you oh, up, and they would you just think. go through right, your yeah. they would go through your leg and yeah. just whoop, put it in, and they're done. You know, so the advances, you know, you never know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, well, I hope so. And because recently there was massive court cases because all these hip replacements went wrong. Oh, perfect. Um, which is terrible for everyone oh who God. was involved in it. But and there's massive lawsuits and stuff. Right. But they say that the upside of that will probably be advances in better hips. hip technology yeah. because they really have to work on yeah. it at the moment. So well, I mean, I, mean crossed, I didn't want to.
1: I didn't want to tell you this, but I've been working on a hip in my basement. Oh, you serious? Yeah, and it's what, pretty good. How's it going? Well, i got up to 17 years. Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll finish this up in a minute. Uh, Kenneth Huey, or Huey? Huey. I'm going to go with Huey. Uh, continuing on the misery theme, uh... Misery, the movie. Or yeah, just misery. misery in general. Misery, the movie. Will, how would you feel about being kept captive by some crazed fan in the Alaskan wilderness or wherever, and forced to come up with jokes only for them for the rest of your life? Or is there an "or"? Oh uh, no, there's just more. Or fighting monkeys. But right here, right here, <laughs> the guys in the pitch meeting are like, "Are all your pictures just ors? Is that all it is?" <laughs> <laughs> We're starting to see where your ideas might come from. <laughs> All right, so this is okay. Well, uh, let's go with the first bit first. Man, that's... someone captures you, and every day you breaking my legs and stuff. You may become wheelchair bound and addicted to painkillers. Well, I mean, I to be honest, how would I feel about it? I may become wheelchair bound and addicted to painkillers anyway. So yeah, true. I'm already on that slip yeah. slide. Ugh, yeah. Uh, did I mention? No, you didn't. Because now you are mentioning it. Hmm. Did I mention the captor? Is a master cake maker. Oh! By the way,
1: from these <laughs> questions—you
0: start to get a picture of what the audience thinks about. Well, you. I think you—I know he likes Batman and cake. <laughs> and possibly being sexually assaulted.
1: <laughs> That's
0: what. What is Will Anderson like? He likes cake. He likes
1: Batman and rape.
0: <laughs> I did not like the third one of those. Um.
1: <sighs> that question's on you because my answer to that is no.
0: Okay. Um, there's more. Did I mention the Captain is a, ma- a master cake maker who's also a double for Zoe Deschanel? Uh. Why does she have to be a double? Why can't it just be, Why can't Zoe-, it just be Zoe Deschanel? Well, Zoe Deschanel. I, th- I
1: think that everyone feels that that would be implausible for her character. Mm. Like if you're writing a script You can't just take someone And have them do something They would never do Because right. no one would buy it Well maybe it's, Maybe it's a hipster thing Maybe it's really cool To do that then. Okay You might know what be, I mean? It might be the new thing to do like, Every hipster's like, got a cabin Where they keep someone who Right that Hipsters who would definitely jokes. Have a
0: cabin yeah, right. You know what I mean yeah. like a cabin is a hipster yeah. thing? It's yeah. old school. Where they grow mustaches. And then there's like, hey, uh, are you guys uh, uh, what? You're still going to comedy clubs for drugs? Oh, Ugh. well, I suppose so, mate. If you that's know what you're... you should have. Right, you need to just have your own comedian.
1: Yeah, you should have a guy locked up in a right. room on, on a bed and having him crank out jokes. What? Do you hate Kathy Birds? Hey, uh, Will, I'm gonna need something on penguins today. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So this. Uh, what? What? Which, the Antarctic or the the
0: uh, Argentinian or South, South African? I don't know. Uh, just penguins. Well, just penguins. Oh, hang on. A part-time gig. We're not inventing new and fantastic cakes. So she's a cake inventor. This person. Jesus uh, Christ! I didn't even know that that was a thing. She's a stunt double for Zoe Deschanel in movies. Oh. So she looks like her, but can kick your ass. Oh. oh <laughs> if that- you try to escape or do a mediocre gig. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a mediocre gig? <laughs> Holy shit. This just became horrifying. <laughs> and number one, how are you going... Does that mean in the house doing a gig? Because you're not leaving the house, No, you're right? just
0: doing a gig for her.
1: So if you don't... If you have a shitty set... If you have set, a shitty set, she if kicks you're her you're painkillers and your legs are broken. Right. You're
0: going to have bad sets. I don't know. I feel like I've incorporated that into <laughs> the arts. I feel like that's actually giving me a new edge. You know what I mean? Like... All right, you're right. Let's finish this up. Um, uh, Okay, Uh, Catherine Thomas, and this is our final question. Mm -hmm. Uh, Catherine Thomas asks, which would you rather, never taste anything again or only taste peanut butter forever?
1: I mean, it's the age-old question. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) didn't the Bible cover this? (laughs) All right. Uh, I would I think I'd rather never taste anything again than taste one thing because after a while that one thing would just become like not tasting anything right you're talking about marriage right yeah (laughs) I hear you bro (laughs) you see that in my my one man show at Melbourne (laughs) peanut butter
0: women (laughs) based on the game show All right, Dave Anthony. You can find you on the internet at Dave Anthony on the Twitter. You can listen to your uh, the Dollop, your podcast. You can listen to Walk in the Room, uh-huh. your other podcast. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, what else? What else can I? We tell people um, I'm on tour: uh, Sydney, Canberra, some other places. I wonder if uh, I've, Perth, I've, Perth, come to Perth. I wonder if I've
1: already started my crowdsourcing for the festival.
0: Well, if you haven't. You've announced it now, yeah. and if you, I, there, I, I have be to something. announce it
1: because I start, you know, Plan Two begins tomorrow. August August first was the date. Oh, okay. For the festival, to contact me and because foreign comedians have to be, you have to have all you have to be approved right by by the festival. July, yeah. So that day now ended and it didn't
0: happen. Right. So I move on. To so your chances are that you, like, the festival's not going to bring you out. But we right. have a, there's a backup plan. There's a backup plan. Yeah, which may be better anyway. <clears throat> yeah, it might be. But yeah, it, it's probably it going to be more complicated. It's going to be more complicated. And uh, there'll be an opportunity for people to listen to the podcast uh, to help out, I think, yes. in a cool way. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll tell you more about that when we know. And if it has actually started by now, I'll put all the details on the uh, end of the episode as well. Um, yeah, come out and see, see my live shows, obviously. That would be fantastic. And. Uh, um, Gruen's back on the tally, so please uh, check that out. That'd be really cool, and we'll talk to you again soon, Dave. Oh, hey. And watch oh.
1: Marin. Do you guys get Marin down there? So I guess so. Like I'm, I'm a writer on Marin at this point,
0: right? And so <laughs> at this point, that's right. <laughs> um. I assume that somewhere in Australia will be playing it. Yeah, I, th- I thought I saw that someone said it was on down there. I mean, I'm not I, I know that people in Australia will be watching it regardless whether it's on right. down there gotcha. or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, particularly comedy fans and yeah. people who know Mark Marin's work, I'm sure have already checked out the show, which, because right. I've been here the whole time and I've been on the road, I yeah. haven't had an opportunity to watch it yet. Yeah. And I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, people say good. they're really enjoying good. Yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, Dave's writing on that, so uh, make sure that you check out Marin as well. So uh, Dave, uh, could you just time for us, please? Oh,
1: uh, floofer! <laughs>